Welcome everyone back to the Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone podcast. And tonight we're discussing the shy. But before we get into that, I have to my right. Hey y'all, it's Nada. Thank you for tuning in again. We are on episode five. Um, and to my right, we have Betty. Hey y'all. That's all I got. <laughs> you just hey y'all. Let's get into this shy. Now we are in season four currently. And just to kind of do a brief recap of season three, uh, we know Emmett has taken over the barbecue shack. Uh, he did smash uh, the lovely Lala, who goes by the name of Dominique. I definitely would have folded like an accordion under that one. <laughs> and we do know Ronnie was killed last episode. Uh, Duda, or Otis Perry, as not a like for me to refer to him as, <laughs> has become mayor. Uh, Jada is getting her cougar on and finding her groove with this young man that was a masseuse turned waiter. Turned prostitute. <laughs> right. He, he's think, multifaceted. Because I think she paid for it. <laughs> right, right. Maybe she get a little discount, a slab okay. scale. All right. Uh, Papa got a boo. Kevin got a boo. Uh, Keisha is going to have the baby uh, from the man that had kidnapped and held her hostage. Uh, Jake is back living with his brother, Victor. And Victor is working for Otis Perry. And Who the hell is Victor, Victor? He's played by Luke James, but trick. you like Trig. Oh, Who the hell is Victor? <laughs> we just gonna keep calling him Trig. And Trig, and of course, uh, coming back this season is uh, Tracy, who was standing next to Ronnie uh, when he was killed, and she is looking thicker than a McDonald's milkshake. And moving right along, we also have a new addition to the cast. Um, one of my favorite people that I follow on social media because she is just a light of joy. We have Miss Tabitha Brown. Um, one thing I was kind of concerned when she did announce that she would be joining the show was how was she going to really, what kind of character they were going to put mm -hmm. her in. But then mm -hmm. when I saw her come on, I was like, oh, okay, now it works. I get, I get where she, where she fits in. So I'm kind of curious to see how her um, character is going to play out here and then see, you know, if she's really got those acting skills. We yeah, shall she see. She sounds like she's playing a character similar to herself, like in spirit, kind of, mm -hmm. sort of. So mm -hmm. I'm interested that well that kind of brings us what are you all overall thoughts of the show this season going so far and kind of recapping um to start off i think they did a good job with bringing in pieces of last season mm -hmm. how it ended um into the first episode so we can kind of just kind of move on from that um poor kevin like, I mm. feel bad for Kevin because Kevin, he just, for him to be so young, he carries a lot of weight on his shoulders. And he do it. Yeah, yeah, he does. And now it looks like he's about to be um, betrayed by his homeboy, Jake, mm. who's just a, a snake. But, you know, they're young, so he'll, he'll bounce back, of course. But um, let me see. That's all I can really think about. We right got now. Candy Burris on. We got can yeah, Candy Burris came on. back again. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, her character. I think she took a I don't know. She her character is already kind of slimy. So yeah. um, I, I'm interested to see where she goes any further um, <clears throat> overall in the show. Um, and I laughed a lot in this episode. Definitely laughed a lot. I don't know why, but a lot of stuff was funny to me. Um, and I guess we'll talk about that a little bit more. Oh, we definitely show. get to that. 
I think for me, the uh, my overall thoughts of going into this season, it was a great opening montage. Uh, I mean, they definitely stepped up the cinematic game. Uh, of course, tying in a lot of the old seasons to the new season. Uh, good to see the young boys. Uh, they look older, but not as old as mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to mm-hmm. look. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I thought they were going to look much older, but they are growing up. Uh, Kevin is definitely becoming into his own man and uh, dealing with some problems on his own. The best way he knows how at this point. Uh, y'all friend, uh, Otis Perry, is out here serving up gangster delicious to all the women out here. Uh, got y'all out here swooning, as they say. So I'm, I'm excited about this year, this, uh, this season of The Shy. I'm glad it's back on. And that kind of brings it with some of y'all favorite parts of the show. Um, not necessarily a part of the show, but just in general. I like how the writers are kind of making the characters grow up. Like they're mm-hmm. not letting them just stay in that one age group. Because some shows, they kind of drag that out where like, um, let's take it way back when Urkel. Urkel was yeah. too old to be playing Urkel. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I appreciate the writers letting the the young men um, develop, coming coming to their own, and then making it also age appropriate for their for their age group. Betty, what's your favorite part of the show, Betty? Um, my favorite part of the show was definitely um, Kevin at the beginning. While he was trying to sneak uh, out of that girl's uh, bedroom, and then Daddy was watching before. him the whole time, <laughs> I was crying, laughing. Like that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. And then, of course, we got to get back into that part with uh, y'all boy Darnell. Darnell and Emmett. And that whole scene was just hilarious to me. <laughs> like Darnell, Darnell is already a funny ass character. Yeah, he is. You know, just for that. Um, just for him to play, for them to play into that, I thought that was uh, great TV. Yeah, that 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 part when um they were sitting on the couch. What movie was that that they was watching? Soul, Soul Food. Soul Food. That's right. And him, it was over there sweating. Because <laughs> I think it was the part when she was on Soul Food. Well, they were talking about cousin Paige that slept with the family. Cousin Faith. <laughs> cousin she Faith. Said, yeah. F the family. The family. F my husband. She said. And he was in that boy sweating. Yeah, I think my favorite part of the show was Kevin jumping out that window. Darnell, anytime Darnell is on the scene with his Bluetooth, he's killing me. That's always good. Uh, Otis Perry popping up as the mayor, looking all suave. I would love, I think he has the ability to be one of those Marvel, uh villain type people. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to see him expand beyond this shy universe that he's in. That was definitely good. Now, uh, and I, you know, just when the guys get together, hang out, and stick up for each other, and and when Papa brings everybody together, that's always my favorite part of the show. I love mm-hmm. Papa. Papa's my favorite. I, I want to go, kind of go back though. Now, that I don't agree with you when you say like, um, I do agree with the part that the um, the show moves the kids along and they are aging, but they definitely don't be aging appropriately. They've been grown as hell since. Well, the end of the season. These are bad, bad. kids. Bad. These kids is bad. <laughs> They're bad, but think about it. At that age, we was doing stuff that we ain't had no business doing either, right? I done jumped out plenty of we windows on my day. We doing stuff that we ain't had no business doing, but it definitely, they is not age appropriate. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that was a bad, that was a bad term uh, used 
a bad term to use right there, say age appropriate. So we'll say that a favorite word that we like to use is relatable for relatable boys I about to say, that age. But ain't no way held um my daddy about to watch a dude slide out of my window on camera. Right. He about to be in there right. to him avocado toast. Hell no. I said corrected. I said corrected. <laughs> my I, daddy was... would have pulled out the good quick fast on his ass. Yeah. Being a young man back in the city, I do remember jumping out of some balconies maybe sliding out some windows, hiding in some closets. I was like, oh, so watching that scene, I was like, thank God there were no no cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with that. I wouldn't be, if, somebody, if I seen somebody sneaking out my, my daughter's window, I'm like, bro, you ain't about to get no toes. You about to watch this video together. Like, son, what's going on right here? What y'all in here doing all exactly. night? Exactly. Are you a homeless young man? What's going on? And he ain't even addressed it at all. Like, he didn't even say <laughs> nothing about it. I was like, this is weird. But anyway. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of curious how they how long he's gonna let that play out though. Like, when is he actually gonna say something? You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what are your least favorite parts of the show? Um, I'll go. I'll say the part where Jake got a little mouthy with the cops and they were overly aggressive. Like, yeah. we have seen this many many times within the past year. So I think the shy is a little bit late coming to that party about police brutality. Like, you know, we, we've seen enough of it. Let's kind of try to move on past it. It is something that we need to, you know, always be aware of and, and um, knowing how to handle those situations. But I'm just, I'm just kind of tired of seeing that. Betty, what was your least favorite definitely part Definitely did not like to see Jake get beat up. I was mad because they definitely were more than overly aggressive. They be his butt. Right. Um, I didn't like to see that. I mean, I know, I think that they try to be relatable and try to, you know, bring current topics and current situations into the shows, which is okay. I just, I just don't want to see it. Um, and, go ahead. And then the kicker too, Betty, like at the end, them showing them going back after that cop and like beating him i didn't i didn't like that either that was a bad image to portray there yeah it, it doesn't help the situation no nah, it doesn't not um, at all i think that um i also just going back to that part like i don't even like the way that the show is like i don't like kevin's response to it and i don't i don't like the dynamic that's going on there because it's like um you know we hear it all the time like oh if you would have complied it wouldn't happen to you and I think one of my friends you know you know brought that up in our discussion it's like you can't necessarily tell somebody that but then at the same time we know that that's what is going to lessen our chances of you know having something possibly fatal happen to us surviving that situation yeah yeah. so you don't want to be like just do what they say but at the same time it's like that's your best chance survival so maybe from the ep- from that from that first episode like maybe it wasn't just necessarily focused on the um police brutality part but also just kind of display how it does set such a separation or division in friends or like people because you know some people could say that it wasn't handled right or you know um how kevin how kevin just kind of walked away didn't want to deal with it but papa and what's the girl named maisha yeah. like no nah, we gotta yeah they like we gotta show everybody so it, it kind of is you can see where those type of topics kind of divide people 
Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to move forward with that. Like, is, is Kevin going to get on on the same train with them and, you know, move forward with the movement or is he just going to? I don't think we're going to see. Um, I don't think we're going to see. Um, um, I think we're going to see more. Like, I think it's going to be more evolution of the police situation. I think this season is going to focus on that heavily, um, especially with Trig going back and um, jumping on the officer or whatever. Mm. It's definitely going to be like a lot of retaliation and stuff after that. Um, and I think that's kind of like a Chicago, you know, it's Chicago too. So it's the inner city. So um, they want to show what's happening. I hope it don't become depressing and like make you sad. Yeah. Like watching, uh, what was that we were watching? Uh, Queen, Sugar. Queen Sugar. Like I hope it don't mm-hmm. mirror what happened in 2020 to the T where it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is like, I'm reliving this all over again. Mm-hmm. I so don't think they're going to go there. Yeah. So just kind of lighten the mood. Who is y'all favorite character? <laughs> Papa is always going to be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he's always trying to speak positivity and just keep everybody grounded and on the right track. And, you know, he's he's like between him and um, Jake and Kevin, like he's the one that kind of keeps everybody the together. Glue. Yeah, he's he's the glue. He's the so he's always glue. my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't see then, a lot of Papa this episode, though. No, we didn't. Um, so hopefully we can see more of him coming up. For coming well for this first episode, I would say Darnell was my favorite because yes, he, <laughs> Darnell is just I mean yes. <laughs> it's yeah he's just the best. Um, and then it's like is he really into what's what's her name on here? Dominique. Uh, Dominique, well, Dominique. Well, like is he really doing that or is he just doing that to be messy with Emmett to mess with with Emmett? You know what I'm saying? The well, Emmett didn't messy. tell him. Emmett didn't tell him that he was messing with her to after you know they had been dating oh, for a couple right. months. Yeah, he just he found out this episode. Yeah, he just found out. So I feel like Dominique is dating um Dar- Darnell to fuck with Emmett. I, I definitely Ooh, believe that. Yeah, like, I think that's something that, way, that yeah. I, I think because she looked like the type. Yep. And she just waiting in the wings, trying to be friends with Tiff. Um, yeah. So I think I think that she's doing it to fuck with Emmett and to make him sweat and to see if he's gonna tell Tiff. Hopefully oh, he she leave him or whatever. And then she can run off in the sunset and get cheated on later on. Do y'all what, what, like, this is an off the shy question, but would you all allow your husband or significant other to have a, a business partner that looks like Lala? <laughs> listen my man can have whatever he want i mean if he if he gonna do it he gonna do it regardless so you know it just is what it is i'm not about to be policing that shit but as long as uh he bringing home the money um and doing what he's supposed to do i don't care who his business partner is i'm not insecure hell no you gotta be another damn <laughs> business partner okay yes men are still gonna do what they want to do but at the same time i'm not gonna put them in the position to, to tempt fail. him either yes to fail <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh-uh. we've seen that on another episode another show uh, that we talked about too but anyway yeah, yeah, it don't take much for Emmett to fail, boy. He he folded under on any type of pressures. He did not even. You know, he, I was really rooting for Emmett last season. I'm like, okay, he finally getting his shit together. Then here come Dominique ass, and he messed it all up. I'm like, damn it, Emmett, you was on the right track. He I thought Dominique right. was. I thought Dominique was gonna like not, you know, like go for it. I thought she was gonna be the one to like keep it strictly business. And, Me too. Yeah. But I feel like she tempted. Emmett, like I feel like she she kind of um 
for lack of better words, seduced him into whatever they had going on. I think it only happened one time. It's well, you, so far he, what we can tell. These women but, nowadays say you can't be seducing no grown man. He know what he want when he want it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I mean, he's no victim. He's definitely not a victim. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a victim because definitely, I mean, but I feel like if she had a kept up the, you know, trying to be professional, I don't think he would have pursued it. If she'd have laid down them boundaries. Yeah, if she yeah, would have set boundaries. You. I don't think he would have pursued it. But, you know, he like, hey, all right. Because she all she had to do was whisper a little bit and he was like, thank you, I'll take it. So. I mean, it is Lala, though. I mean. <laughs> but but Lala got thick. Like, she was already yes. thick. But I was like, Lala, what, what was you doing during quarantine? I had so I Instagram Carmelo. <laughs> like, brother, you need to go big, get your wife back. She out here, brother. So somebody else come get her. I'm like, let's pray. Let me get on the prayer line with you. Because she don't want to lose nothing looking like that out here. <laughs> God dog it. Okay. Talking about lose something to look like that. <laughs> now, who is your least favorite character? I didn't even get my favorite character. Oh, who your favorite character? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. My favorite character, of course, Darnell. But I love <laughs> Tiff. Like, I love Tiff. I really like her. Um, I think that um, I really I just like her. I don't know why. I don't know why she fuck with Emmett. Like she probably should leave him alone. But one of her flaws, I think, and and one of the things that make me dislike Emmett is because I why we don't never see Emmett other kids. Why we only see his Good kid point. with Tiff. Like we we saw the kids like breezing by a little bit. Like they wasn't at the wedding or they Man. wasn't at the grand opening. Um, or was they? Was they, they were. Now? They were at the grand opening, but they were not at the wedding. Wedding, right. Yeah, they weren't at the wedding. So I'm like, so I like Tiff, but then I be thinking like, is she one of them chicks who only care about um, like the kid, like the man and the kids that, she, that they have together and she don't really care about him having a relationship with his other kids. So that bothers me about both of them. But, um, but I like her character. Um, I wish I could root for Emmett, but he just, he, you know, <laughs> the first episode, he was like sneaking Keisha out the window. So like, or, you know, mm-hmm. trying to sneak Keisha out. So I'm just, you know. Wasn't, didn't he have like a, didn't his baby mama's put a restraining order against him? Or he had some type of, it was something that happened last season where he tried to get them all together to have a kumbaya and it just didn't go well. It didn't or go maybe well. two seasons ago. And they started blasting him about child support and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you got to do right by your kids. You can't just do right with the kids you live with. Yeah, that's true. You know, like that don't work. So I would have sh- probably been a little upset as well. Maybe Showtime ain't trying to cut them extra checks for more, more people. Like, look, we ain't about to cut everybody no check to be on this we, show. We, we ain't about to have them on every episode. <laughs> right. Not- but you know, but that's one of them things like I be thinking about when I watch TV, but other people might not think about it because it's just a TV show. It's not reality. Right. So some details are not important to some people. And, you know, this is shit I think about. So, you know. Now, who is your least favorite character? Mm. Otis. Otis. OG yeah. Otis Perry, why is he your least favorite character? Because, you know, he's just. Uh oh. He's just um a bad dude. And he just tries <laughs> to keep his hand in everything. Like he just tries to flex his power, like going up to the hospital when Jake went in there and talking to that cop all disrespectful and stuff and you know and then um 
uh what's the girl's name that he went to the to the um her organization her uh, um, nonprofit Tracy. Tracy yeah talking about um you know let me help you and stuff like that like he 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 always has a hidden agenda you know what I'm saying always and, has a hidden agenda yeah always. and like I'm just ready for him to go like I know every show has to have a villain or whatever or the bad guy and he's playing the part very well don't get me wrong he he does a great job playing the part but I'm just ready for him to get capped. <laughs> well, that day he did get popped. Well, we did see right. that happen. Well, I wasn't trying to give away spoilers, y'all. But yeah, I, mean, I mean, you know, at this point, this show is on like free, it's on YouTube, it's on HBO. Okay, free. y'all. So yes, he does get popped. <laughs> but but we don't know who episode. did it though. That's the mystery. We don't know who did it though. Um, but did he did he die? Because we only saw him get shot though. We just him get shot, yeah, we just seen him get shot and kind and of. It was a stum- It was a stomach shot. So unless he bleeds out, I mean, he could still come back. With a I'm I'm no um, medical examiner, so <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know, but he definitely got shot with the potential of being smoked. So let's see yeah. what happens. Uh, I don't think the, he did as the season progresses. Um, who your least favorite character, Betty? So I do agree with Nada. Like I, of course, because Otis is the villain, and you know, most times we be trying to root for the villain, but he just, uh, like, I think that he is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why he's so dangerous because he has a the Dr. Jack on Mr. High because you can even see how Jake don't even mess with him no more. You know, Jake was still mm-hmm. like trying to be with him and you know living with him. And Jake thought that he until Jake saw him beat up that man. He Stop like he's yeah. he supposed to be, you know. Yeah. So I think that he has um he's just very dangerous in that way. Um, but I I think he should have talked to the cops like that. Like he the fucking mayor, like he tell them what to do, they don't tell him what to do. Kind of like uh, his adopted son, kind yeah, of sort of. I was mad that they didn't even know who he was. Now that was something that I was thinking like, dang, they don't even know who Jake is to like know that that's the you know yeah. the boy that he take care of or, or his adopted son because you know that uh, apparently the shot just do illegal adoptions um, from what we can <laughs> see so far. We all but, talk about that, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I I, I agree. Like I. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, but without him, where would we be going with the show? Exactly. Where would the show right, be going without right. him? You know, needed, we, he's needed right now, but I'm just yeah. tired of him. We had yeah. a few villains, you know, before. Like, we had a few things to look forward to, but it's just like now, just kind of like seeing what he going to do or how he going to, you know, um, manipulate who to get what at this point. Now he, you know, down trying to get down Tracy Pants for what I don't know, but also well, don't you don't know. But you know what I forgot about <laughs> you, besides the physical. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, right, right, right. All right, Betty. Okay, she, she's pretty hot. Um, but no, but we also forget that remember he was the one responsible for Tracy's uh, son getting killed. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah. to forget that. So and he knows that. And that's one of the reasons why I think he's so dangerous. Like, you know that you were the one responsible for killing her son, and then you're going to cozy up to her? Now, maybe what kind of slime way, ball are you? Maybe Speak. that's maybe that's his way of really knowing, you know, um, how close he is to being taken out or being locked up by staying close to the people that he's hurt the most. You know what I'm saying? Trying to see if he can get any type of information from them about or you know you know just try to see if if it if anything links back to him you see what i'm saying so if it does he could just basically go ahead and take them out too yeah we uh, we know he won't hesitate to put somebody down <laughs> we know that for a fact now, now, i we would still say, don't know what happened to uh 
what happened to Brandon? Brandon, then. Right. Well, we kind of know. Showed up in the casket. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, what's up with that? We, I think my my least favorite person is um Kevin's girlfriend. She's just so annoying. Yeah, I, I think she's annoying also. She just want to be so pro-black. Like, you can't be that pro-black growing up amongst, I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but you don't have no experience like Kevin and Jake and Papa Gat. Like, no matter how hard you try, and that's why Kevin is constantly checking her at, at the house on that opening scene. We know as he even hopped out the window and came to the front door. He's kind of like, you know, like she just kind of gets on my nerve with this whole. Like her daddy whole, said, you talk right. about this capitalist country, uh, but um, that's how you get that <laughs> Chanel purse. Like, right. Yes, right. <laughs> the privileged self. But, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of privileged kids feel guilty in some sort of way. And I feel like they feel like that's their way to give back. I don't know. The story that they still connected to the cause. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be part of the point. And I seen her kissing on on on, on Jake. That's I her, knew that was yeah. gonna happen. That's my second reason why she might leave. Then she was sneaking him out of school in one of the little montages I seen. That you, broke Kevin's you heart. Doing man. too I feel, much. I feel yeah. Kevin's pain right there. See the joke that brother to drink. I knew they was gonna have something going on before, um, just because they bicker too much. Like, you know, when kids bicker a lot, you know, they like each other. Yeah, that's what they like each other. Yeah, I, I had already seen that coming. I felt like they was going to do something. Remember when they were like uh, the last season where they were like in that haunted house or haunted building or whatever? Oh, yeah. And, and they were sneaking around. I thought they was going to do something then. So it doesn't surprise me. But Kevin does should it, be both bad. Does it go to the whole thing that good girls like bad guys? We know Jake has this thugged out persona type thing. Jake is a grown ass man out here. <laughs> He's been grown for the last uh, three seasons. Yeah, I feel bad for Jake. Jake had to grow up fast hard. Yeah. and and hard, unfortunately. Um, you know, his mom wasn't the best mom. Kind of, I mean, she held, yeah. she sold him for drugs for five thousand um, dollars. Luke, Luke James then, had to come back to school. Right then, his brother um, Reg got Reg killed. got Reg. killed last season. So, and then he before he got killed, he had him doing some things he had no business doing. So, yeah, he's he's had a hard life. I'm I'm I was I'm really hoping that he gets back on the right track and um, stays with this private school, and you know just kind of really turns his life around. Hopefully, this ass whooping that he just got will be the turnaround for him. <laughs> get him get him some of that get together. Do y'all think uh, going forward, or not, we, you know, 2020, we were in the whole pandemic and we just had a lot of TV to consume. But now that the world is opening back up, do you think a show like The Shy is going to sustain the ratings that it had, let's say, from a 2019 to a 2020? Or is people going to be like, I'm just happy to be out the house. I get at that later. Um, I think I think so. I think The Shy was a pretty good show. Uh, but I think um, your prediction actually depends on how this season goes like if this right. season yeah. doesn't go well i don't think that it will Viewership. be as big of a, a hit moving forward um especially because it is a summertime tv show but we all were you know pretty into the show just because of you know who produced it who created mm -hmm. it um you know we love to see any black show succeed so and right now we're at season four so by this point you are invested into yeah. it so they have the returning fans of the show. And like Betty said, the way that this season really goes is going to determine if they come around for season five. So far with season one, 
I don't know. I really don't know how the season is going to go. Like, where is the story really going to go? Yeah, that, I just think, I mean, 20, like, even when we look at shows like Power, we were all into Power, then it, it took that weird break, then the pandemic hit, and it was kind of like they came back with with the, the what's that boy's name? Tariq. Uh, what's Tariq's story, and it was just kind of like, and I just didn't know where, now that we have the option that we've been cooped up for 2020 and shows that got shine that should possibly wouldn't have got any shine in 2019 like the tiger king the tiger king probably <laughs> wouldn't have been as popular in 2019 as it was in 2020 where you ain't had nothing to do but sit at the crib yeah, and watch tv all day i just didn't know now that we coming into the summer uh a lot of restrictions are being lifted and the shy is coming that like kind of you know just started his first episode uh people gonna remember to watch it's gonna be like oh i was out you know celebrating the fact that I could be out the house or but people just come back to their TVs and watch. And I think that's true for a lot of shows that may be coming back at the summertime. No, now that I, I, I think that, I think people, I think people are going to remember it. For one, they already got the DVR set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Most people got the DVR set. I feel um, and then the way social media, yeah, a lot of people binge. And then just the way that social media kind of hypes everything up, you know, like you said, TV shows and stuff. So they still have that going for them. Um, yeah, I don't think people going outside is really going to affect people watching. What do y'all think about Candy Bears bringing this old freaky Atlanta attitude to Chicago by turning her husband over to this young lady, Tracy? You know, you know, <laughs> I, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I really feel like she is definitely on. So she's she's after something because remember she left him for a long time yeah and she didn't come back to him until he got ready to run for mayor or whatever was going on there so she's definitely up to something i'm probably she's definitely she's definitely gonna leave out with a kicker like it's it's she's all this all these everything that's going on with her like um him built her building them up to become mayor, mayor and everything like i don't know if she's gonna try to expose him with the scandal and you know try to get him exposed i don't i don't know it's it's something that she she definitely has some sort of agenda going on with this dude um and i think that she's playing the cards very well right now remember she tried to like uh pay his mama off or what was, did she yeah did she try to pay his mama off yeah or something behalf. like that yeah because she was like trying to um expose him or whatever but people already know who he is mm-hmm. no well, he was no. a he was a Perry's pizza. So before, right? He, knew he was a pizza man. Yeah, he, so- he was making buku bank off of that one piece of pizzeria. <laughs> or did he have a chain of pizzerias across uh, the shop? Well, you know he had to wash that dude the money, so he had to do something. Now we get into the favorite part of the show. Everybody's always talking about. It's the rabbit hole. Uh oh. I gotta st- I'm gonna start with Betty. Betty, what's your rabbit hole? Because we gotta save Nada for last because Nada gonna say something that's just gonna confuse my whole life. <laughs> Betty, what rabbit hole did you go down? So I went I kind of went down the rabbit hole today. Um well this week. Um it basically is kind of related to the shy a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was reading an article and they were kind of mentioning like um the writer. Uh, what's her name Lena Lena yeah so they were talking about her and basically just kind of saying how she already got her three strikes with black folks and how black folks ain't really checking for her no more basically saying like the way she handled the Jason Mitchell situation 
and um, his sexual uh, assault allegations. Um, so that led me down about four other uh, <laughs> articles <laughs> in regard to that situation. And then um, I think I was on social media most of the week, just kind of reading into um, into that story. So, and then I started kind of linking stuff up with other writers, other um, shows who had similar situations where they had to let an actress or actor go. So, yeah. Were they upset with the way she handled the uh, Jason Mitchell situation? Yeah. Because she kind of explained it on that, uh, the, the what you call it, the uh, Breakfast Club hot, you know, morning show. She said that the way her and Showtime's deal is set up, that even she's in a position to be fired and she has a showrunner or she had a showrunner who was supposed to handle the day-to-day of what's going on. And I think because when we hear a black person over the show that they know they had control of everything. Like, well, I know who caters the food. I know who, who irons the clothes. I know who this, and that sometimes right. that may not be the case. Were they upset about that? It was just a combination of stuff. I think they were just saying the way that she handled it because they were saying that she didn't okay. accept, like she didn't acknowledge that it was actually a problem. And then she kind of, uh-huh. um, yeah. Then when she spoke on it, she kind of, brush it aside like she wasn't really um taking responsibility for the show or that it actually happened so maybe if they hadn't made it public it probably would have still persisted and he would have still been able to continue on on the show because he had already been on the show for a while after the allegations had come out so it wasn't Mm -hmm. until it became public that um everybody you know made a big deal about it so that poor girl was still working in agony probably for a long period of time yeah because he got uh jason mitchell i don't know he was working on another film uh and he was they i guess these allegations they kind of was like look you know at this time this day and age nobody wants to be associated with with none of that type of behavior so they kind of dismissed him from that project as well and I think one thing when it comes to Lena Waithe, only thing I, I didn't really, you know, didn't really get into how she handled or didn't handle the uh, Jason Mitchell situation. I just didn't like what she said about uh, Denzel and how she felt that she kind of named like a list of high profile black actors who she felt should be doing more to produce and finance black content. And I just think that was kind of a premature statement because we, as, research will show you that if you wouldn't have a Chaswick Bozeman if it wasn't for Denzel who kind of took him up under his wing and I think paid for paid for some schooling mm-hmm. so I just think that was just that would be my only drawback with what she said that she just kind of speaks without having all the facts mm-hmm. and and I think she was also uh, comes off of, she was a writer of Master of None which is the Aziz show that was on Netflix. And I think they're back for another season. Now, was there some controversy surrounding them? Which did she, is she producing that show or writing that show? She's doing something in there. And that was mentioned okay. in the article too. I just don't remember all that they said about that show. But um, yeah, she was. All right. Nada, what was your rabbit hole for the week? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Jesus. Um, Let me brace myself. So, you know, I usually go down the rabbit hole on YouTube. Right, right. Um, so to give you a little backstory here earlier this week, and I know my husband's probably going to like, <laughs> did you really talk about this on a podcast? Um, but we had an unwanted visitor in our basement. Uh-huh. I was down here working. 
and I was getting ready to head upstairs on break or lunch or something and it was something by the step right and I tried to run by real quick and figure it out later because I didn't know what it was but I wanted to make sure I got away from it so when I got a couple steps up I turned back around and looked I'm like what the hell is that so I went upstairs and got him and I said what is this by the step is that what I think it is and he just turned around and looked at me with big eyes <laughs> and then I saw him go to the garage and get a shovel and he put his boots on I said yep that's exactly what I think it is it was a snake a snake yep and I walked right by it at first I didn't see it and I'm like oh shit what is that so wait 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 so we, the snakes are no longer on the plane they in the basement they in the basement <laughs> by the steps um so my rabbit hole is watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos about how to get them out your house, where they can hide, how they can get in. Um, and I should have watched none of those videos because now I have freaked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> I have freaked myself out, which led to a trip to Home Depot to put some wedges underneath my doors. Oh, <laughs> so, no. like, if they do come through the drains, they can't get out that room. Like, I have made myself paranoid at this point. Through the drain? Yeah. Like the drains of the house, you know, in the basement, the, yeah. the sub pump or um, right main drain in the in the basement. So anyway, um, they can crawl yeah. through your toilet though and bite you in the booty, can they? I don't know, but I am definitely before. checking before I sit down. Trust me. <laughs> I, ha- I have seen videos or um, yes, those are on YouTube. Toilet, yeah, toilet, yes, so. yes. Oh uh, yes. no. Nah. So what I say, I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube and scared myself. Yes, those are images that I saw, and I'm like, I really should have did that. Um. So yeah, that was um of course we called the we had to call the wildlife company to come out. Uh, and we showed him what it was and he said that he's never seen that kind. So I'm like, oh well that's what? reassuring. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what kind that is. I gotta call my boss. So his uh, boss no, never showed man. up. Yeah, yeah, his boss never showed up. I would have had a Kiki. Kiki. I would have had a this that's what I told her when she told us about it. I was like, we should have called Kiki for that. <laughs> She's like, oh girl, it ain't nothing but a so and so so. And it was funny because when it happened, I I think I um put it in one of our group chats. I said it's a snake in the basement. And Betty's response, you know what Betty's response was? Call Kiki. She said, uh-uh, she said, is it like a slithering snake? what other kind of snakes are there okay moon cow she was like she was like then her next word i said yes she said call your realtor now (laughs) get that house on the market asap But you know, it's that time of year where they're starting to come out. Um, no, I don't, them- I don't know. We don't know. We, we don't live in the country. We don't- <laughs> I, I be trying to, you know, I got, so they- got other pests. Know, um, a, across the street, across the street, behind the houses across the street from me, there is a small creek. So Oh, they come out the creek. It, it could be that, um, you know, it, it's... It's common, unfortunately. Was it a, uh, was it like a venomous snake, or was it should be talking about like a? Garden? I don't know what kind it is. Oh, I don't you, know. It wasn't a python. What were you pretty sure? No, you no, 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 no. And I, if it was a python, I definitely would be staying you, in the hotel. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, but uh, that was my rabbit hole. Just you know, watching YouTube videos on that, how to how to trap them, how to keep them away from your house, and just how to keep your kids and your your pets safe. So that was I my know, rabbit hole. I know you do a lot of YouTube. Have you watched that uh, soft white underbelly? I have not, but I, I'm definitely going to check it out because I keep hearing about it um, from a couple different people. And from what it sounds like, it's a really good documentary. So 
that yeah. may be something I check out for our next rabbit hole. Uh-oh. I watched a couple episodes of it. Not a um I had to brace myself. I can only watch it in doses. Not all of them. Not, not all, all of them. Oh no. Because the ones that I watched were like the um the prostitutes and the drug addicts. But there are other ones that are maybe entertaining. Um are like there the any ones good- with the pimps? The pimps will be funny. Those are pretty good ones. Are there any good um end stories there? Like do they end well? Usually they do a follow-up about what happened. Yeah, they do the a person. lot, a couple of follow-ups. The one that we just watched uh recently, the girl um I just watched like last week. Uh, I forgot what the girl's name, but she recovered. She was like uh seven months sober. Yeah. Um and That's good. Good uh yep, she was recovering and you know, got her trying to get a job and you know so yeah it it definitely there are some but then we also just seen one where one of the girls died yeah 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 i'll skip that episode (laughs) we didn't we we you know we wasn't you know we weren't ready for it we thought it was gonna be a you know um recovery story but it didn't end up being it didn't end up i like the one that had the pimps on there they get to talking Uh, it had this one guy on there named sharp and he just had like all of the great catchphrases. He was like, "You got to get your weather together." Like I don't know what that means, but I just sound very excited about what get you just said. Get your weather together. What does <laughs> that mean? He, I don't know. Is, he, is it raining? <laughs> what? what? I, I think he was just talking about you need to have you you have to have a certain look, meaning you should get your you outfit, get your, get your attitude, together. get your whole. <laughs> I don't know, but that was like the phrase of the week for me. I was seeing myself like, "Well, you need to get your weather together before you get out here to go to school." Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> now get your weather together I'm, I'm gonna look that up i'm gonna look that up yeah, it was a, a, a gentleman by the name of a sharp and when you see this guy talk he's so compelling it's just so dramatic when you talk <laughs> he was like nada there was a snake in your basement <laughs> okay. like, i'm gonna have to watch it now. <laughs> you have to watch like one of his episodes now you gonna make me go and watch it then I'm right right <laughs> and then instead of my youtube channel being filled with nigerian movies it's gonna be filled with <laughs> those chronicles i <laughs> think I think I think you're gonna enjoy it where you watch it. You're gonna be like, oh, this is a straight fool. Now I went down this rabbit hole of Roku TV because uh it was an old streaming service called Quibi, and they like went defunct. And then I think Roku picked up all their content. And now that you can appreciate this. So what it does is takes the episode of a of a movie or a TV show and break it down into seven-minute increments or seven Ooh. to ten minute increments. So okay. So if I tell you, like, hey, watch this two-hour movie, you'd be like, hell no. But mm-hmm. if I say, watch this TV show with 13 episodes and seven to eight minutes of episode, you'd be like, you know what? I might be able to do that. Okay, and I this can is do that. <laughs> and this is kind of I know my attention out. span is <laughs> out of there. And that's, that's kind of how Roku breaks it down. So I was watching stuff like Murder House Flip uh, about people who live in houses where murders have been committed. And these people come in and, like, you know, do renovations. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, this lady killed 13 people. This is like the bedroom is where she buried one of the bodies. And this is currently where we keep our armoire. I was like, oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, this is I different. Got, I would have got the hell out of there quick. <laughs> uh-uh. Hell no. So, yeah, that was just a little rabbit hole that I went down. I'm about to check it out. And I think, yeah, it is. I don't know how Roku TV works, but I don't know if you got to get the box or if you got the actual TV itself. It's uh, it's definitely. I think you. I think they got the little I'm, reader, the, the little things the that look sticks. like, uh, yeah. yeah, that look like a Fire TV, Fire Stick, like a USB port or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, or you man. can find some of those websites that have that type of stuff. You know, that is well, they true. also have. There's always a way. 
They all, and they also have um like kind of like Prime Video. They have Roku TV. You can download the app and yeah, watch it on your phone and stuff. But nobody want to pay for nothing extra. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you have to pay for Roku. Because let me tell you, I Somebody got else. pissed off last week because <laughs> because Carl Weber was posting on Facebook talking about the new season of Family Business, um, family business premieres, blah blah blah, whatever day last week. So here I go renewing my subscription for BET plus because I canceled it for two months until Ruthless come back <laughs> on because I just don't be wanting to pay ten dollars every month so I didn't watch all the movies even the little movie with Rotimi like I didn't watch all these movies because I don't want to pay ten dollars I go and pay my goddamn two ten dollars and turn it on it's season two that is last season. So you, you out here advertising that they are re um that they premiering. That's what he said, premiering on BET. I should have paid attention. So they because you know it's a, a BET plus show. So now they're going to show it the old season on BET. Oh, okay. Well, that goes back to that that whole people with their content and license <laughs> If y'all don't give me my goddamn ten dollars back, I was so mad. Like I called my mama. I call mom at like 11.30 at night. She like, what's wrong, boo? I'm like, ma, do you know? She like, I wasn't paying for it. I'm like, I was so pissed. I, I don't even have nothing to watch for this $10. Y'all gonna mm-hmm. keep moving shit around from BET to BET Plus and from BET Plus to BET. I, I'm just upset about that. I know this ain't got nothing to do with the rabbit hole, but I just wanted to mention that to y'all because I was upset. You know, you watched all the uh, American Gangsters, the women. Show. I've been watched that. Like they don't have a new season. Like I watched everything on there, everything that they, all them damn Christmas movies that we didn't watch over the Christmas season. Like I watched everything, and I was like, I'm gonna suspend this until Bruh come back or one of the shows that I watch come back. And then I, I made it a, a conscious effort. They wouldn't even let me do a free trial. I was like, let me just try to do a little free trial so I can just catch up real quick. No, not nah, gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Not in pay nine ninety nine. Now I'm out here stuck watching this uh, favorite son movie again for the third time because y'all gonna give me my ten dollars worth. <laughs> now I got kind of confused because wasn't there a, something called UMC went to all black or all black is now UMC? I don't know what happened to UMC, but all of their shows it seemed like is either on that Brown Sugar channel or okay. um or it's on the all black. Sh- and I think I didn't subscribe to that. I gotta figure out when they're gonna take that out. I thought I subscribing all black shit. was a part of Prime. But you well, have you to, don't... I think you have to pay, you still have to pay. Okay. So you log in to Prime and you still pay $4.99 or whatever. Just like um I had to pay for brown sugar TV, I guess, in order so I can watch um the Saints and Sinners, because I don't have Bounce TV. Yes. So now I'm paying three ninety nine for that. These yeah, are getting over on these streamers. How do how I don't even know where to find like after they didn't re after we I didn't switch all like my cable and TV. I don't even know where to find Bounce TV to watch Saints and Sinners. I'm like <laughs> six yeah, seasons I don't behind. Have, I don't have Bounce. So um, and then like the way my house is set up, like some channels like with the antenna, I can get downstairs. Right. And some I can't. So I can get like channel seven downstairs, but not upstairs. It's so weird. But um I downloaded well, I have Prime TV, and I think Tracy told me about it. And she said, Oh, you can get it on Prime TV. So I'm thinking this part of this, you know, $12.99 or how much ever we already paying for Prime. And then when I log in, it's like you have to sign up for Brown Sugar TV. It's like $3.99 uh-huh. a month. 
Oh, I'm three ninety nine, but I wish I would have waited until all eight seasons drop, all episode eight episodes drop to watch right. it, and then I could have just got my one three ninety nine out of there and been out. But <laughs> <laughs> but they play all the shows that I used to watch back in the day before I found streaming services that I used to watch on Bounce TV. They all on that Brown Sugar TV. So. Okay. Yep. Now that you gonna eventually move off of YouTube and come on. <laughs> you know i don't know we'll see because something i've noticed is like when i try to watch regular um tv outside of the ones that we've discussed i always end up falling asleep because i like, like i said my attention span is just that short with youtube i end up finding something that has like a, a weird interest and it keeps me awake so that's why i kind of stay on youtube more than um tv shows but yeah you know i might i might i might chest it out again we'll see Girl, my attention span is short is is a fruit fly. <laughs> and I can, well, let me just be honest. I do not watch TV easily. I have to watch, I watched the same episode at least six times. Yep, that's how it was. With like, me. I restarted the first four episodes of um, The Godfather. Godfather of Harlem like yep. six times. My yep. kids was like, are you still watching this? Because I just can't focus. So I have to yep. be like, oh, I get it. And sometimes I just move on and then be like, oh, then Somebody I go back. That's why, yeah. yep, that's yeah. how that's how it was with me with Godfather. Like because Godfather, you really have to stay like you you engaged. really have to keep your attention. Yeah, you got to really keep your attention on that one because it's so much to the story, like so much content that you can't miss anything because you won't know where to pick up on the next episode, and then you find your back, you find yourself going back to the episode that you wasn't paid attention to to see what happened. So, <laughs> you know, um, I'm a TV listener listen like me too, I, me too. yeah me because too. i'm always like I, you know people be like how do you watch so much tv like it's not like i'm just like have nothing to do with my day like i'm not just sitting in front of the tv all day like i'm normally working and i'm doing something and i might look up a couple times when i hear something getting interesting but i'm a tv listener for the most part so um you know. now let me ask let me ask uh about you know um another show that i try to watch or a movie actually that was on Netflix called The Woman in the Window. Now, I was trying to be the, the, the listener, the TV listener on that. I don't think and you can listen to that. that. Yeah, that's the thing, because I started three times, and I'm like, this is trash, because is I'm just like, what is going on? Where the lady was jumping bodies, or somebody was jumping bodies? I don't think that she's jumping bodies, but it's, it's about a lady that, um, I, I guess there's a, there, there's a plot or a, a twist at the end of the story, but she was basically scared to come out of her house. Oh no, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, and from what I heard, if you watch it to the end, I heard that it is a good movie. So I might give that another try. But in that first 30 minutes, I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Like <laughs> this, I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> and I just closed I just closed Netflix Netflix down. But I'm gonna try to give it another try and see if it's really good because at one point it was number one. Um number one in the u.s and it's what? just got pretty good ratings so yeah I'm gonna try i don't even i don't trust that i don't trust that number one ratings or like the most watched tv show because let me tell you people on social media will lead you down the wrong path absolutely as absolutely. far as i was i'm still so damn mad i watched that bird box bullshit <laughs> oh, oh my that, god was that in 2020 when that came out or was that 2019? no i think that was like 2018 or something. okay yeah i, I remember watching that Man, I was so mad when I watched that. I'm like, so they running from the wind this whole time. <laughs> I 
I was so angry. And and yeah. I, I wasn't, you know what? I may be, I may be over-exaggerating my anger there because I was no, sleep most not. of the time. I was sleep most of the time. But when I woke up and saw that they was running from this cool breeze for <laughs> how many ever years, I just could not believe it. I just was so outdone that somebody actually got paid thousands or millions of dollars to bring us this bullshit. Like I was, I'm just. I'm still not okay. I'm still not okay. Thank you all for joining Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone podcast. It has definitely been a wonderful evening speaking with these ladies. And to my right. Uh, this is Nada. Just want to say thanks for tuning in once again. All six of our listeners, our loyal listeners out there, we appreciate y'all. <laughs> we love y'all. Be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and to my right, we have. Hey, y'all. It's me you know the one they call betty oh god or lily <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm trying to get my youtube together i'm you know we about to blow up we're gonna be on youtube i gotta make sure my voice is right okay um but thank you everybody for rocking with us for these last five episodes we've had so much fun we definitely want to continue to give you all some good content um we are taking a week off for the holiday um, in observance of the Memorial Day weekend. So we will not be recording any new episodes, but we are getting ready to gear up to my new business, which is Loving My Beauty. Mm-hmm. It's online, uh-oh, you know, online cosmetic store. Um, What's the and, address? What's the web address? All right, let me give it to the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you can definitely shop June 1st at www.lovingmybeauty.us loving l-o-v-i-n-g mybeauty.us and you can also shop my very own collection of fine lipsticks and nail polishes along with accessories and lashes and let me just um piggyback off of that i have did a little sneak peek um at her pop-up shop her virtual pop-up shop oh yeah and i will be a returning customer on june 1st because let me just say the products are very reasonably priced and you are getting um the quality of the product products is very much higher than what she's she's asking for so be sure to check that website out on june 1st y'all you will not what's that website again www.lovingmybeauty.us all right well we'll see y'all in two weeks it's been a pleasure and what's that website one more time (laughs) www.lovingmybeauty.us l-o-v-i-n-g.us also you can follow me on instagram and facebook at i am loving my beauty all right so this has been an episode of Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone podcast. So in two weeks, we will discuss this marriage to medicine, how we feel about it, and if it's even worth Bravo picking it up next season. But it's been a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> speak with you all next time. Take care.